Precious tritium is the fuel that makes this podcast go. There's only 25 pounds of it on the whole planet. Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever a spider It seems I've heard that song before. Call the patent office, copyright the name Green Goblin. I want a corner every time somebody says it. That spider freak making me look ridiculous. Up, up, and away with! What? Shazam! Spider-Man? Stupid reporters still think Puny Parker's Spidey. Go, Web, go! We're gonna have a hell of a time. Hello, it's Swinging Through Spider-Man and we're back with episode 14, issue 14 of The Amazing Spider-Man by Stan Lee and Steve Ditko. If you're not familiar with us, I'm James Rushton and that's Bradley Hughes. Hey, How are you getting on? Yeah, all good, thank you. Yeah, I'm always good, mate. It's wonderful life. What do we do, mate? What do we do? Oh, every uh, every week, every well, twice a week, you read through an um, issue of The Amazing Spider-Man and you relay your experience with that with me we have some banter we have a bit of laugh i usually pick out something fucked up with the artwork and then we pass all that information back onto your lovely little ears for you to listen in it's like how birds feed their little chicks by vomiting (laughs) oh that's exactly what happens (laughs) we vomit our sweet fucking worms into your mouth and you Gobble it up like the little chicks you are and fucking take all that knowledge on. <laughs> Our pre-digestive, beautiful Spider-Man knowledge is passed onto your ears. The best coffee in the world is the one that the lemurs fucking upchuck for you. Remember that. That is a swinging free Spider-Man <laughs> oh, fact. They don't, upchuck, they don't upchuck it, mate. It goes all the way through. It goes all the way through. All the way through. It's not the shit. Oh, yeah, it is. So, I'm, I've drunk this. And someone Mate. told me it was a vomit, and if it's the fucking shit, I'm going to be really annoyed because I, good, on good intentions and good knowledge, I was told that the coffee I was drinking was not fucking Lima, Lima shit, but Lima vom, vomit. Oh, yeah, that makes all the difference. It does. No, there is there is some brands of coffee, like, you know, the real fancy stuff where uh, they have, like, wild cats eat or, uh, you know ingest the beans then they shit them out and then someone gets paid an awful lot to go sifting through that shit for the beans this is the d- disappointing is what the yeah thing. I was about to say this, this went on a roll tangent this fucking thing. disappointing um, I've got to I've got a lot to assess with my drinking habits now in terms of coffee <laughs> so I was fucking anyway swinging through Spider-Man <laughs> Episode 14, we're on a issue 14 of the Amazing Spider-Man, the original Amazing Spider-Man run. Uh, last week, we promised something kind of weird. We're going to go straight into that. Firstly, though, um, you can catch us at Spidey Podcast on Twitter, Instagram. Um, you can find us across all good podcast applications, except Spotify. Spotify and me aren't getting on right now. Um, I've filled out their form plenty of times, but we'll deal with that one day. Um, yeah, so anything you can do to help us, um, talk review you know just get in contact with us we we have been asked about patreon stuff and i'm not inclined to kind of do that for at least maybe 130 or so episodes i don't feel deserving of anything like that right brad yeah well we're talking about little things like maybe starting up a uh some sort of uh, e-commerce site where you might be able to purchase some designs or i don't know some pin, some pins some postcards some prints maybe even some t-shirts um Obviously, if that's something that you're interested in, just give us a give us a shout. Let us know if we do actually have some sort of, uh, you know, um, you know, audience there for that. 
Yeah, we might do it fucking regardless anyway. I think um, what I'd like to do, I'm not slagging off anyone on Patreon or something, but I feel like sometimes it, it feels to me sometimes like you're almost giving people money for nothing despite the fact that they're pushing out incredible stuff for you to listen, read, or react to. Um, but I'd feel kind of weird doing it, so I'd rather put something out there that people can actually hold in their hand, you know. Yeah, because these create these creators that you that we donate to Patreon, they they genuinely spend a lot of money on their equipment or what they do. Um, maybe if some of them do it for a living, and that makes sense, you know, pay those creators, pay them as much as you want because it genuinely is a toll on their wallets. Whereas us, this is a, pro- a passion project for us. You know, we, we ain't doing this for any other reason than to just have a bit of fun deliver some laughs to you guys because that's what we get enjoyment out of if you really want to contribute to us the best way to do it is just share us yeah perfect i mean i won't be i mean i won't be against sniffing through your fucking wallet down the line but uh we'll come <laughs> we'll for it man <laughs> we'll come to that no, we'll... come knocking on your door looking for some handouts man. uh bottom line is we don't expect anything except your fucking gratitude utter devotion <laughs> yeah this is an amateur fucking podcast we uh do enjoy doing it but yeah we don't want your money not now not until maybe 2019 or whatever um if we, if we do get a following big enough from this and it, it turns into you know maybe even the chance for us to spend more time on it and do more with it than maybe to subsidize any sort of you know time that we have <laughs> Because we both work in quite creative fields, um, we do a lot outside. I mean, James he he runs a couple of other podcasts. Um, he runs um, a few uh, social medias for um, big businesses. Me, I'm a graphic designer, so I I do some freelance stuff outside of work as well. So you know, we do we fit this in amongst our own time as well. Yeah, so maybe one day it'll be this thing where we can do it fucking loads. But I'm really enjoying what we've got right now, to be honest. Yeah, and what do we have right now, mate? Is it episode 14? Yeah, it's episode 14, man. Uh, issue 14. Shall we get into it? Damn right. Oh. <laughs> Crack them knuckles. Get into it. Okay. In a crafty basement in crafty New York City, there lies a crafty laboratory with a crafty new villain. With a goblin mask. craft beer. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't drink and do what he does, which is ride into the sky. He's got a goblin mask in the foreground. He's purple clad and he names himself the Green Goblin. He's put the final touches on his new fucking flying broomstick, mate. My God. What does it look like? He's, it looks like he's flying one of the massive anime needles, you know, like the really scantily clad anime waifus with the massive needles in the little skimpy nurse outfits. Imagine that, only horrific I've never seen that, Brad. You've never seen it? <laughs> never seen that. Uh, I swear it was like a, a Yu-Gi-Oh monster, which was like this little nurse type thing that flew around and this needle. Oh, I know that one. I know that one. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what you're on about. There was a, the... it, It's a bit of a trope. That was a thing. That was a thing. Uh, he tests this fucking goddamn giant needle broomstick thing. He tests it right and it works. He flies straight into a meeting with none other than the enforcers ah oh, channel news it's the anchorman fucking channel 5 news team man ox montana fancy dan they're all back it's fucking anchorman 2 out here 
<laughs> the goblin reveals himself as the new boss of the enforcers, and they're like, "You aren't our boss." To be fair, if he, if he broke in, you would be a bit like, "The fuck is this?" Or he had already had this weird ass act octopus man, and we had this really weird ass fucking spider dude. And now this guy comes in in his rubber ass outfit on this like rocket dildo. And we were expected to basically say, like, just take you as our new leader. It's the most fucking 70s rock thing I've ever seen in my life. This goblin man just jamming through on his space dildo through a fucking window, just shooting sparks at his Oh, people. man. That'd be sweet, man. Like, every every time that he, like, flew off in it, there was just, like, a sweet riff, like... <laughs> He's got, like, a giant axe. I'm fucking <laughs> yeah. shredding. He's shredding. God. Yeah, he... Uh... He looks really rubbery as well, like a really yeah. fucking... Just feel that texture, man. Rubbery bastard. Um, the goblin wins them over to his side when he's like, I will get you revenge about Sp- against Spider-Man. I don't think he says it like that. Like, it's more like, I will get you revenge against Spider-Man. Doing some mad shit, and they're just staring at him going, if we say, if we agree to his plans, he Mate, okay. fucking... Imagine what you just said, but only throwing up the horns at the same time. Then it makes all the sense. Very metal. I'm on the other side of this where they're genuinely worried about his sanity. If I agree with him, he won't kill me and fuck my corpse. <laughs> Stump fucking. Gobl- goblins freak me out. They are one of the mythical creatures where it's like they're going to fucking ruin me and they're going to ruin me in horrible, vicious little nasty goblin ways. Their sharp fucking teeth and nails and their rubbery textured skin. I don't like their f- their f- the fucking green goblins freaking me out. Because it's not like the Spider-Man one where he's dressed in metal. This is genuinely a fucking green goblin. Rubber latex. I can't, I can't pull it across here. This is not a really cool-looking green goblin. Oh, I, I totally disagree. I 100% disagree. He looks awesome. Awesome in the sense that you're a fucking 60-year-old man who's listened to too much fucking Pink Floyd and you've lost your bastard mind from LSD abuse and you think and go, oh, those were the days... Aerosmith were good before he had his daughter, Liv Tyler. <laughs> Sitting there, fucking, oh, all these young girls wearing Nirvana, Nirvana shirts. They haven't even listened to the songs, have they? <laughs> fucking gatekeepers, bastards. We used to have those kind of guys, those kind of guys that um, used to drink in the club that I used to uh, serve beer at. We had like a good. You didn't serve them beer. You served them warm ale. Yeah, warm ale, man. The kind of gears that genuinely drank like the warmest of ales. Oh, can you put that on the? Can you put that point on the hob for me, Bradley? Can you just (laughs) warm it up? The thing is, is like um, one of the other guys that I used to work with. These guys would just be sitting there looking miserable as fuck, just drinking the point, saying the one word every couple of minutes. (laughs) <laughs> my mate used to call it God's waiting room. Oh, disgusting. Oh, no, it's absolutely atrocious. Did, did you me down? <laughs> yeah, um, very prog rock, very LSD. This is um, very crazy, very kooky, very creepy, very cringy, very crafty and very out there. I'm not my... I do... I'm coming around to him now, actually. It's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, I like his design, man. It's pretty... Uh... It's pretty ballsy, man. Especially with the uh, the trunks. How does he fit his balls in there? 
mate, you must have some huge cojones to ride that rocket broom round. Okay, I'm imagining the age of the person, because I'm not sure if it's who I think it is, because who I think it is hasn't been introduced, and who I think it is is based on my knowledge of Spider-Man 1, the 2002 film, and that seems impossible in this current event, Brad. Considering it hasn't even been introduced. Yeah, exactly. We don't know when that character actually comes in. And because this is my first time ever reading this, I don't know if he ever comes into it at all. He flies through the window. He's promised revenge. He fucks off. And where does he go, mate? To a movie studio. The Green Goblin goes to a movie studio. He lands and demands that a producer make a movie that stars himself, the Enforcers, and Spider-Man. I, I, I would watch that. Fucking producer actually agrees. Yeah, there's big money, that is. That is big, big money. And he's like, hey. He's like, think about all the money I'll save on special effects if it's real. It's like proper 60s man. He's like, hey, buddy. Hey, pal. If you can get me the real Spider-Man, we'll do it. The comic then goes 3,000 fucking miles away. What? To New York. Uh, To fucking... Yeah, it says 3,000 miles away, and I'm pretty sure he was in New York. So... But it still, it still is in New York. How big's New York? But I guess... No, the Green Goblins went to Hollywood, hasn't they? Oh. So 3,000 miles away in New York. So he was in New York, fucked off to Hollywood and come back. Seems a bit much. How tight is that rubber sea around his mask if he can get from New York to Hollywood? As quick as that? Like, that wind resistance? That's what I'm thinking. He's just blowing his, his head clean off his shoulders. No, now that's what he looks like. It's the Green Goblin outfit. Is it's not an outfit, Brad. That's his actually that's his fucking skin after being chafed at like a thousand mile an hour bastard winds. <laughs> He's been buffed into looking like that. <laughs> but uh, Pete has been smooshed by Liz, um, who seems to be really attached to him. She's amazed that he got a hundred percent in an exam, and uh, that's not doesn't seem like the type of thing she's interested. Maybe in. Maybe Pete's the only person that's reacted to a new her. Good point, actually, because Flash didn't react in a new one. He was like, "You look better now," and she was like, "So I look bad before." Oh like damn! He got he got he got trapped just as a as Pete and Flash are about to fight go for Liz for whatever reason. Pete, Pete ain't even interested. Um, a news broadcast interrupts the fight. It's about the Green Goblin and, and, you know, there's been sightings of a fucking Goblin man literally screaming and sneering, you know, doing mischievous shit. Um, Spider-Man needs to check this out. So he gets chains. Of course, he sees the Green Goblin flying around because the Green Goblin's fucking looking for him. Um, he goes to attack him and he's... Uh, the Green Goblin goes, wait, I have a legitimate business deal for you. And of course... Like- of course, Spider-Man's money-grabbing nose is twitching right now. Like, who's your world uh, money? Spider-Man, have you heard about payment protection insurance? <laughs> PPI, has it? It's common. <laughs> Spider-Man, have you had an accident at work? That wasn't your fault. <laughs> <laughs> but he wouldn't even be lying. He'd be like, Spider-Man, have you had an accident at work? That wasn't your fault. Or was thrown up the horns. Or <laughs> all, all throwing up his green goblin vomit onto himself. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, he's there. He's like, Spider-Man's like, what the fuck? I was, was meant to go take you to jail and I've been offered a contract. Um, so he's there. I have a legitimate deal for you. I found a producer. He wants you to be in a film. I'm like, if a goblin 
fucking goblin man asks you to be in a film, it's going to be less A-list the more you being strangled in the back of a fucking public toilet <laughs> for fucking the dark web. <laughs> to be fair to Spider-Man, every single costume, cre- costume creep he's came across thus far has been a dickhead. Like, he should, ju- he should do what he did with Mysterio and just start swinging. Just see someone in a costume, assume they're a dickhead, start swinging. Yeah, if he started swinging now, he'll take that scrawny fuck right out. Put that fucking rocket broomstick clean up his asshole. Yeah, the Green Goblin goes, dude, go to the fucking Ritz Plaza. The producer's there. Spider-Man swings by thinking, oh, yeah, this ain't going to happen. Sees the producer. producer's like, you're Spider-Man. You've met my business partner, the Green Goblin. If you're fucking business partner, if you say that your business partner is the Green Goblin, the deal's off. The deal is off. I don't care who the Green Goblin is. If he's named the fucking Green Goblin, you know he's not a normal person. But the thing is, we know that the monsters in Hollywood aren't always the ones that look like monsters. Oh, man, that's far too, far too fucking deep. Brave women in Hollywood, though, to be fair. Brave women. Definitely. Um, He goes to the producer. The producer's there like, how would you like to make the easiest fifty thousand fucking dollars of your life? Spider-Man? So Spider-Man gets dollar eyes, signs in his eyes, and he's just like, "Yes, definitely." Hardest cut, hardest cut in comic book history to Spider-Man signing a contract. <laughs> <laughs> he's there, man, literally signing a contract. He's there, like <laughs> done. <laughs> Turns around, arms folded, where's my fucking pee? <laughs> he just gets handed a check that says the Spider-Man on it again. <laughs> oh, not again. Not again. Um, Spidey signs on the dotted line in incident, of course. The Goblin couldn't be more pleased. Pete is deployed by the, to the studio by Jameson, who hears that there's going to be a fucking film of Spider-Man, so we need photos. Pete's sent to Hollywood. Betty, not happy. Betty's not happy about this because Pete will be with all the Hollywood beauties. Oh, maybe she needs to change her hair again. Betty mentions the fact that he's always around Liz Allen. I'm like, they're in the same fucking class at school, <laughs> Betty. They can't. She's fucking nuts. And I don't mean nuts as in mentally ill. I mean nuts as in the fucking if, nuts, n- nuts. If nuts, Spider-Man nuts. was set now, right, if ever Spider-Man left, well, Peter Parker, if he left his phone on the side, like, and then he walked away and he'd come back. He'd see that he'd been locked out for like 37 years with so many incorrect passwords. And you bet he's just looking into the distance going, oh, no, what happened? So, Pete, who's the Green Goblin then? <laughs> Pete, do you want me to wear the mask? I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it if you want me to. The entire fucking thing is absolutely not wackadoo schmackadoo, mate. Um, Betty's not happy with it. But we go to Hollywood. Spider-Man is actually on a fucking set with the Green Goblin, the Enforcers, and a director. This has actually happened. And a couch. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) The villains offer to rehearse the fight scene with Spider, who actually fucking agrees to it. They head off, and they smash the shit out of Spider-Man. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, "Um, so would you like us to beat you up so you don't get hurt during the actual film? And he's like, yeah. If you could, if you could, please, lads, just uh, pull your punches and that. Especially you, fancy Dan. They don't pull the punches; they fucking wail on him. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, this is what this is." I should have realised before. I should have realised definitely. 
the second you fucking twerps are mentioned. You, you mean I'm back on set with these deadly, deadly villains? <laughs> I'm surrounded by three people who have already kicked my ass and one new villain who could potentially destroy me. And I've agreed for them to beat me up and take me to a secu- secluded location outside of a film set. You know what it is? You know what it is? Like, you know how Spider-Man, uh, not Spider-Man, you know how Superman has that, uh, his, his one weakness, his kryptonite. But Spider-Man needs that, those big books, man. It's those dull hairs. That's his only way. Contract offers. Contract offers. <laughs> Cash in hand, contract offers, money, work, jobs. That's Spider-Man's business. You get him money, he's all right. Um, he's fucking gets battered by everyone. Um, on the back foot, Montana, obviously the famed member of the Enforcers with the whip. The yeah! Woohoo! Yeah. Oh, you got that Spider-Man follow me? <laughs> Hold that Spider-Man still follow me, Green Goblin. While I just... Whoosh, get that naughty spider for you. All the while, you just hear like... This fucking little lasso whipping about the gaff. <laughs> Don't quit on me yet, Spider-Man. I, whew, I haven't had my fun yet. <laughs> he likes it when he squeals, man. Yeah, he gets Spider-Man tied up and Spider-Man reveals his new power, chest expansion. <laughs> Have you seen that panel? He's like, my new amazing panel. <laughs> Chest expansion. <laughs> Exponential growth. <laughs> He's got the power of, of, of breathing in. <laughs> if I breathe in, if I hold my breath out and then go, I'm out of there. He's just like a new skipping leg day would pay off. It was all chest day the other day. Every day is chest day. Ignore the ignore the arms. Ignore the waist. Just the chest. Just, just the, the chest. chest. Um, you can see that panel. He breaks straight out with his chest expansion. Yeah, clean through like what three layers of rope. Yeah, as soon as he gets out, he's uh, punched straight in the head by ox. <laughs> There's no other word to describe that other than just bulldozed. He's got hands the size of shuffles, man. Fancy Dan gives him the chop block as well, man. That's an illegal manoeuvre. <laughs> straight into the back of the nerve. You do that. You're out in the NFL. You're out if you do that. That is a fucking broken leg. Um, fancy Dan Mobile, we must say, for a man in a tight-fitting three-piece suit. To be fair, I'm kind of kind of got to got to give Fancy Dan props because one regular step for us is at least about three for him. <laughs> he has to punch Spider-Man seven or eight times <laughs> to land like one normal punch. It's like, hey, I'm the little guy. Come on. Please. He's got to literally throw him, his whole self at Spider-Man's leg <laughs> to trip him up. Um, Spidey manages to buy himself some time by going to the favoured manoeuvre of throwing dust and sand everywhere in a panic attack. Oh, man. It's, it's just like, man, I wish, I wish Sandman wasn't already taken because his, his sand is his best friend. Like, sand works more than his web does. Sand works more for Spider-Man than the aptly named Sandman. <laughs> Just need some pocket Sandman. Meanwhile, we head to back to New York where we check in with a number of characters. Aunt May writes to Pete to town to take his vitamins. Not the pressing issue. <laughs> Not the pressing issue. I know, man. Some, sometimes if you don't take your vitamins, chest day doesn't go well. You don't break out a rope. Montana gets a drop on you. You die. So we need to take his vitamins. 
Liz at school asks if anyone has heard of Pete. Okay, well, it's because because he's the only one that's complimented on her hair so far. It just only makes sense. And Flash is quite abusive. <laughs> he generally is, and I don't, I don't mean to laugh. He's just fucking, he's nuts as well. Um, he turns on to uh, Liz and he's like, hey, you're only doing it to make me jealous. And I'm like, what if she actually likes Pete, you fucking dickhead? Well, that'd be impossible. But yeah, carry on. Uh, Jameson tells Betty that Pete is fucking Hollywood stars. <laughs> My God. Jay. No, you can't do that. It's a genuine shock in the face as well. Yeah, she's like, oh, I mustn't. And he's like, oh, I can't wait to hear about him dating those Hollywood stars. So that is fucking awful. Lighting a cigar as he's doing it as well. Uh, That's where the surprises don't end here, mate. As if you scroll down, Spider-Man is being stalked through a cave network. And I'm going to wait on you for the reveal. Spider-Man has been stalked through a cave network by the Goblin's enforcers. A fight does break out. Spider-Man gets the better of him. However, the fight is really noisy and it wakes up none other than the fucking Hulk. What? What's the Hulk doing here? The fucking incredible Hulk has just been like hibernating in a fucking cave in California. All right. Yep. Sound. <laughs> oh, man. It's in California, so we forgot to mention Road Trip. It is Road Trip already. Again, they're in California. However, the Incredible Hulk um, spurned on. Boy, he actually says this. He's hatred of the human race. We are pretty shit. That's a bit odd. That's a bit odd, that is. Um, considering the Hulk is a fucking human. He's a mass, you know, a superior human. In many regards, super mutant. He flips out. Um, Spider-Man actually can't stop the Hulk, not with punches, not with webs, not with anything. And just spends quite a few minutes getting fucking wailed on. He can't catch a break, can he? He gets absolutely rinsed off by the Enforcers. Now he's like through the cave network and now he's getting rinsed off by the Hulk. Jesus Christ. The best thing is on the cover of the comic, like the cover of the issue, it says <laughs> it says featuring the Hulk and it goes, Don't we won't spoil it for you, but you won't wait to see him. You'll have to wait late, maybe page whatever to see him, but you can't miss it. Don't spoil it for you, but it is after it happens after this happens. <laughs> <laughs> it's the world's worst tease. It's just the Hulk is just rampaging in his goddamn purple ass jeans. He looks like fucking Shaggy out of Scooby Doo, man. <laughs> Just like a massive shaggy out of Scooby running around. We, we um, clearly watched some very different episodes of Scooby Doo. Don't don't put me out there like that, man. <laughs> leave your leave leave your damage like like JJ left Betty damaged. That was poor, poor form. <laughs> that was. Um, Spider manages to get out of the cave, but not before the, the Hulk comes out after me. He's like, it's fed up and he's like, oh, well, Hulk, go back to killing forces. And Spidey's like, shit, you can't do that. You can't kill them. <laughs> the Hulk literally comes out. He's like, okay, Spider-Man gone. Go back to cave. Kill P- kill Fancy Dan. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm, su- I'm surprised that the Hulk isn't scared of Fancy Dan. Like... You know how elephants are really scared of mice? Because Fancy Dan's so small. <laughs> it's like a fucking snow speeder versus an AT-18. <laughs> the Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> Just tangle his legs up and send him down, man. Gotta be done. Um, Spidey can't really have anyone die on his watch, so he exhausts himself 
goes back into the cave, gets the enforcers out, and webs them up for the police to find. Um, the Green Goblin, at the same time, is gone. He's fucked off. He's got a massive space prog rock dildo thing that can send him to bastard dimensions or whatever. He's gone, regardless. I can't explain. I was about to say, this, turn, this, this took a real turn, this did. <laughs> um, it feels like they kind of fucked the... They fucked the plot off to get the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, so Spider-Man was getting, for for lack of better words, fucked. And then it was like, here's what's happening in New York. And then it's, oh, by the way, Hawk's here. And now it's like, <laughs> the, the fuck's happening? Like, I can't even follow it. Yeah, it's weird because it's like it goes to New York and it goes back and you see them kind of having a little scrap in the cave and they wake up the Hawk and the Hawk literally breaks through in the second or third panel of the, the page. And you're like, what the fuck? Where the fuck did that come from? Then he's hiding from the Hulk and the Hulk's stalking him. Then the enforcers are suddenly dead. Not dead, beaten up. They were going to die. The Hulk was going to like literally strangle the fucking life out of him. But uh, yeah, the, the it's all done. Um, unfortunately, what that ha- means is the movie's over. Spider-Man goes back to the movie shooting and goes, wait, I can't wait to be in this. And the producer's like, well, half the cast is gone, Spider-Man. So the movie stopped, mate doing anything and Spider-Man's like wow do I still get the money and the guy's like no the contract's void Spider-Man is disgusted by capitalism Ooh. tell you what these movie studios doing anything since they uh, lost their leading stuntman Mysterio <laughs> the guy gives him a few books to go home and Spider-Man's like I'll have to take the bus home then he literally <laughs> changes and takes the bus home <laughs> the very next panel in the bus literally gets in the bus and goes well at least I've got some money for Aunt May it's fucking hilarious oh my god um, bit scary though we are brought back to the Green Goblin bit menacing we don't know who he is um, the Green Goblin cannot believe Spider-Man defeated the Enforcers and I'm thinking four, three or four issues ago he defeated the Enforcers you know? yeah but this time they were fueled by uh, Venomous Rage. Venomous Rage, yeah. Um, the Green Goblin can't believe that Spider-Man defeated the Enforcers. And he lies in waiting with grand schemes and grand plans and wanting revenge on Spider-Man. I have to say, Spider-Man has done nothing wrong there. No. You can't want revenge on someone. He hasn't wronged him at all. He hasn't like, put him in no. jail. It's not like he fooled his plans. It's like The only thing that he can be really pissed off about Spider-Man with is the fact that he just didn't die. Um, the Green Goblin, clearly a man, clearly in a suit... Um, we don't know who he is, um, but he promises that the world hasn't heard the last of him and he'll strike again very soon. Um, quite sinister, Peter back in New York can sense the presence of the Green Goblin everywhere. Ooh. And that is the end of issue 14 of The Amazing Spider-Man. And our episode 14. How did you feel? Probably one of my favourites, to be fair. Although it made no sense. The first bit was great. That's what I'm saying. It's Fucking insane how it so went to the insane. Like, like legitimate business offerings. <laughs> he was right, it was a bit mundane, really. Just like, oh guys, we're on a set, let's look, let's have fisticuff boys. <laughs> it's like it's absolutely slammed. Like I imagine the first punch to Spider-Man was just like that was a bit too hard, Ox. Do you think maybe you could tone it down a bit? Then another one comes in and knocks his teeth out. It's like, well, next time can you leave a few more teeth in my mouth? And then the next one comes in, it's right in his crotch. Next one, can you leave a testicle? <laughs> I mean, it's just please stop. So he's beaten to a small pub. But it does it does a really good thing of making that mundane shit really fucking cool. Yeah. 
like, like I said, every time, every time I see the Green Goblin in one of these panels, all I'm hearing is fucking shredding. That's sweet. Like, Slicing and dicing. That's what I'm talking about. Nothing but sweet, like sweet riffs. He just, I bet he stinks of piss and ale. Flying around, fucking directing battles from above. Never getting involved, just throwing bombs. Tell you right now, he drinks Trooper. I know for a fuck. A warm, fine ale, Bradley. (laughs) A fine warm ale to warm the hearts of lonely old men. Dressed in goblin outfits. Definitely not how I'm hearing him. (laughs) How are you hearing him? Lovely war mail. <laughs> Dressed in sweet goblin outfits. That's how I'm hearing him. The worst fuck ever, but um, he's not dealt with. He's scary. And I'm pretty sure he'll be back. He won't be back in the next one. Next time, issue 15. We're coming up to kind of a big issue. We've got to do the Spider-Man annual, which is... Yeah, big issue. <laughs> We've got to do the Spider-Man annual, and that's a 40-page thing. Um, but that's that needs all the parts to be in place, and I think the final part is in place next issue when we are introduced to Craven the Hunter. Yes, big boy Craven. I'm not sure what accent Craven the Hunter has. Um, I've seen the Spider-Man animated TV show, and I think he was Australian. Was he Australian? Um, I think he's been South African. He's been Russian, South African, Australian. He's been everything. But I am going to go with the Australian accent, man. Um, I think he'll be hunting Spider-Man and be like, little little fucking spider can't, mate. Oh, fucking. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I quite like that idea yeah, as yeah. well. Uh, better than Russian. Little Spider-Man. <laughs> little nah. Spider-Break. Not a lot of jungle to actually go hunting in, in Russia. I mean, it's mostly forest. But he has to be Russian because of his name, but then again, he could be a second-generation immigrant to Australia. But I'm sticking with Australian, man, because I think it's fucking hilarious that there's this fucking man dressed in a tiger outfit from Australia with a mullet and spear. Yeah, let's not forget that he's got a leopard print on his uh, on his bottoms as well. It's so beautiful. What could be the fucking leopard print, Bradley? Be the fucking <laughs> spider camp, fucking, you know? Where's that spider fucking... Uh, Fucking spoiled men, spoiled men. But then again, he could also be like South African, like you said. I can't. I think doing Afrikaans accent problematic, problematic, <laughs> problematic, problematic. Because not only can <laughs> I not do it, b I think you fucking that's that's borderline in it. <laughs> Some that's racial like, tension there. That's Ugandan knuckles fucking problematic. <laughs> that, is, that is not. That is not on. Is it? <laughs> No. Can stick to Australia, can stick to Australia, but I think I'm not, I'm not South African, am I? And then I remember, no, don't do the South African accent, James. You're not, you're not Aussie either. Fucking, I can, <laughs> you can do Australian, you can't do South African. The South African people have been through a lot; they don't need me wailing on them. Good point. I've, I've seen District Day. Fucking, oh, I just got a stuck on. Almost went for it then. Almost went for it then. Almost. Man. Almost. It all accidentally, it all accidentally happened, wasn't it? Sergi, I think it's Sergi Craven. I, think, I fucking forgot his name. I've read it. I forgot his name. Um, but it's Craven the Hunter next with episode 15. Um, keep it swinging through Spider Man. We'll see you 
next time with that um, you can catch us at Spidey Podcast you can leave a review across all things as we said we really enjoy that and any final thoughts Brad? Um, I don't tend to have thoughts there we go that's goodbye from me James Rushton and that's Bradley Hughes we'll see you soon goodbye <laughs>